the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's topic is on Table Talk. We're taking your questions that you've written into us, and we weigh those questions against the Word of God. We're going to be talking about suicide today. We're going to be talking about heaven and hell, among other amazing, challenging topics. So you don't want to miss this here on The Christian View. We'll be right back. Don't go away. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Hi, and welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you all for being here. We love our audiences. And thank you at home for inviting us into your home and watching The Christian View or listening by radio or podcast. Um, we just we take today's hot topics and we weigh it against the Word of God because God does have a view. And I think he, His view needs to be out now more than ever. Um, make sure you're, you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on all social media outlets. There's a lot going on with The Christian View in the next coming months and throughout the year. So I want to make sure that you are in the know. One thing we like to do at The Christian View is to take your request that you write in, and we like to call, do it something like called Table Talk, where we take your questions and we answer them and we weigh them against the Word of God. So that's what we're going to do in this segment. Um, we're going to take three questions that were sent in by our viewers, and we're going to weigh those questions against the Word of God. So go ahead and get out your, your pencils, your Bible, your paper, um, because don't take our word for it, even though we study... Um, diligently the scriptures i want you to see it in god's word for yourself and so the first question and actually guys these questions are loaded so they are pretty powerful questions so so get ready um the first question trudy comes from a friend or a lady named brenda and she said um are you once you're saved are you always saved yeah once saved always saved yeah (laughs) Uh, tough one and you know before you we had this topic. I would have said yes. And actually my husband and I were talking about it and I just threw that out there and we were both like, yes, yes. But upon research, it is not true that no, the Bible does not teach the doctrine of once saved, always saved. And as a matter of fact, it says a person who gains salvation by faith in Jesus can lose their faith and and the salvation that came with it. And so I was extremely intrigued and it even talks about that the Bible says that there are sins that will prevent you. There are serious sins that will keep a person from entering God's kingdom and the salvation mm-hmm. that is lost because of that. Um, and you know how it talks about fight the good fight, fight of faith and that you work out your salvation with much trembling and, and fear. But I yes, obviously that's all true because it's scriptural. But I do believe that when we're saved, we become a new creation. Absolutely. And if we are that new creation, then we're not going to want to intentionally do serious sins and intentionally sin against God. So I don't think we have to be fearful 
that we're going to lose our salvation because in that new creation and how much we love God and we know how much he loves us, we don't want to do those things that would cause us to lose our salvation. I think the word Mm -hmm. also teaches us too, you know, that we have to remember that, you know, God is long suffering, not really winning, Mm -hmm. willing that any of us, you know, should be lost. But at the end of the day, it's our actions. And uh, Hebrews 10 and 26 says, for if we sin willfully after that, we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remaineth no more sacrifices for sins. So, I mean, it's a very touchy subject. I think the operative word that we have to help people remember is that, you know, we have to live a life of constant repentance. But if a person is just totally just denying and hardened hearted and decided that they don't want to serve God anymore, yes, then we can, they can be lost. Yes. I was enlightened. I think something else to consider consider is that man looks at the outward appearance and the Lord is looking at the heart. Yes. That there are many people like the Pharisees or the Sadducees that might be religious. They might attend church every single right. Sunday, but they actually don't have a transfiguration, mm-hmm. salvation yes. experience mm-hmm. and encounter with the Lord. Right. So from the outward appearance, it might look like, oh my gosh, why wouldn't this person be in heaven? Right. But really only the Lord knows. And that's something that is a... It's sometimes hard to know, but he says that we'll know each other by each other's fruit. Absolutely. So if someone doesn't have good fruit in their life, you know, we can help encourage them to, to walk the narrow path, really. And that goes back to Matthew 7, 21, and 20, and 21 through 23, that the one day that you, you'll be standing before the Lord and he may say, depart from me, right. I never yes. knew you, right? right? But then you want, to me, I wonder, because I believe that my eternal security is dependent on God and not yes. on me because he has saved me. You know, it says, what my favorite verse is, I, my sheep, I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. No one can snatch, yes. snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them is greater than all. And no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. And I and the father are one. But it's like you're saying having a true yes. heart that accepts him. And like Trudy said, mm-hmm. if you truly have accepted Christ right. as your Lord and Savior, you're not going to want to walk in sin. Absolutely. And my son kind of put it this way. I asked Jonathan, I asked the kids around the table one night, and Jonathan's like, well, Mom, it's kind of like this. You can have a scholarship, right? but do you choose you to take it? it? Are you going to accept mm-hmm. it? Or are you going to take it? Right. right? And so he goes, I think you can accept Jesus in your heart, and you can choose to unaccept him. You right. can choose yes. to say, I, I denounce you, because you, 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 right. you have free will. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. And it, it all comes back to the heart and the actions yes. of our heart. I know when I was... Lord. You're taking like Bible classes and we that very scripture that um, the Candace referenced, you know, about no one can pluck him out of our hand. Right. I remember our facilitator teaching us and training us, but you can jump out, you know. <laughs> so a lot of times I think that's where people don't understand God is a God of will. So he's not going to override our will. So if we choose that we don't want to go this way, he's not going to force us. Right. You know, we're not going to, we say, I don't want to walk with the Lord anymore. He's not going to force us. Although repentance is available mm-hmm. to Amen. us if we repent and get back on track. But he's not going to force us to stay in his will. Right. And, and I, I think you started with this. For God so loved the world. Yes. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants, he wants perish. everyone yes. to have eternal right. life. But the yes. choice is actually up to us yes. and what we do with what he has given us. It's a free gift and what yes. are we going to do with it? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think too when it comes to our salvation, we know that like Candace was I think referencing, it's not about work. Right. No. Absolutely. No. We have to work right. for our salvation. Amen. We just have to honor God and he takes care of the rest. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We'll be right back with more of your questions here at The Christian View with this episode of Table Talk. You don't want to go away. We'll see you in just a minute. Welcome back 
to the Christian View. We're taking um, today and we're doing something called Table Talk. We're taking your questions that you've written in and we're weighing those against the Word of God. Um, Linda wrote in this question. She started with this. Satan is working overtime, unleashing insanity, deception, and perversion into the world like never before. We cannot pretend, meaning we as believers, cannot pretend to be friends of the world and share the same values that the world shares. And so her question coming after that was, should Christian families support Disney? That is a loaded question, Candace. I'm going I'm to give it to you. We could spend the whole episode on this question, but I'm going to try and be succinct as possible. The thing, question is, do we make a blanket statement that I will support no aspect of Disney whatsoever, not their theme parks, none of their films, but then when you do that, you're dismissing films that they have helped produce including The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Sound of Music, A Man Called Peter, which is about an evangelist right. uh, that lived. So I think Christians need to view Disney products the same way we view everything else mm-hmm. in the world. We may benefit from some aspects of them, but we cannot blindly entrust our child's moral and spiritual development to them. Right. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, because the Walt Disney is Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. for-profit company which operates like the world. So I was thinking of the scripture in 1 Corinthians when Paul was calling out the sexually immoral in the church. And he said, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral, greedy, swindlers, idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave the world. Right, mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, since we can't leave the world, I think we fall into two camps. <laughs> yes. Not, yes. That's what Jesus comes and gets Not us, but eventually, eventually we will leave this world. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but I think we fall into two camps. Now, one of them is, Wise parents, they keep an ongoing dialogue with their children about Mm -hmm. what they're watching and also about what they're listening to. They train them in truth beginning at a young age, Mm -hmm. immersing them in God's word. They help them recognize the messages that are coming at them so they can dialogue and see how they don't line up with God's word. As a, a parent, you read all the movie reviews that come out and you see, is this appropriate for my child? Or if you have an older child, then you might sit down and watch it together and pause and have moments where you're discussing what is Disney's values versus what is God's truth. Right. Okay? Right. Wow. Or in the other camp, if after prayer and seeking God's wisdom, you and your family decide you do not want to mm. support Disney at all, I just want to say that there are so many other family-friendly streaming platform services out there. There's PureFlix, there's Redeem TV, there's Up TV, there's Yippee, which is for little kids. Mm-hmm. There is Dove like Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There is Daily Wire, which is now doing uh, launching DW Kids. So ultimately, right. I think the final decision is for Christians is a matter of conscience, which is from Romans 14. Right. Each family needs to pray about it and see what is God's will for their life. Mm -hmm. Be discerning by careful prayer, guidance from the Holy Spirit, read reviews, discuss current events, and teach your children to think critically so you're having these dialogues. And I think that is so important, Mm -hmm. teaching your children to think critically for themselves so that they can make those decisions Mm -hmm. as well. There was a new movie that just came out recently that we went to go see and, you know, 
my son, I, I talk about him a lot, but he's such a part, huge part of my life. And he's like, Mom, there was so much demonic in that mm-hmm. movie. Wow. And so I, was, I trained him to see the difference. Yes. And if we mm-hmm. can train them so we can learn mm-hmm. right. from what's going on from the world around us. So the, world, the scripture says to be in the world, but not of the world. And so we can learn. I don't think we have to shut the door completely on certain things as long as we are be, keeping that discernment in our mind, mm-hmm. you know, in the forefront of our minds. I want to play the devil's advocate, too. Yeah. Candace, because I thought that was such a great, great answer. And But I do think there's that side where as Christians, we do have to take a stand. I mean, I loved everything about your answer, but the fact that Disney is for child indoctrination. You know, Disney has an agenda. And so, yes, you know, you can't shelter your children and they have to be prepared, like Jonathan, to recognize evil. But as Christians, not including our children in it, we have to say, no, Disney, we don't believe that. We don't stand for that. And the founder, Walt Disney, would certainly have not stood for any of that. I want to talk about that because thousands... I have done so much research because of this topic lately. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of Christians who work at Disney who are asking for other Christians to come alongside them in right. prayer. So I, I just that. that's, what that's I why mean, I just Mike. say we can't just go mm, no, no but we not. can't just say, well, we're going to just teach our children, you know, they learn by, from us right, and right. they need to see yeah. us take a stand for things that are ungodly principles. Well, and Lee, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that I think that really it, it falls into the category. I hear both sides of mm-hmm. the, the, the um, discussion and really just trying to get to that happy medium of understanding that even though we, yes, we are responsible for our children's ear and eye right. gates and what, yes. helping to educate them to be able to discern as Jonathan did. And yet I do see some of the hidden agenda mm-hmm. in using the term of inclusion and mm-hmm. bringing in right. different characters to meet all needs. Yes. But I think, you know, even as Candace did say, you know, to try to just totally divorce is going to almost be, it's going to be very, very, very hard because of Disney and all their affiliates and they're buying up so much other, yes. even the smaller um, networks. So I think that what we really have to focus on is that, again, continuing to teach. Yes, I yes. think that is the, mm-hmm. yes. the biggest and thing. I want to say this because this, the one scripture I ran through my kids, so sorry, because I was a parent, is whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's yes. excellent, whatever's admirable, think about these things. But one of the things is you have to be able to have dialogue with yes. them so they are discussing this with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not that's just, what, I yeah. think that's something that we're lacking. We need to sit with our kids yes. again. We need to, yeah. you know, there are certain things that I have a, a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old at home. I'm like, okay, we don't watch this. And here are the reasons why. Yeah, amen. And amen. this is what you need to, this is what you need to look yeah. for. And so I think, again, we're, we're to be in the world, but we're not we're to be not of the world. Right. We're to be as gentle as a dove and as wise as a serpent. We'll be right back with more of your questions here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Christian View, we are doing something today called Table Talk. We're taking your questions that you've written in, and we're weighing those against the Word of God. So get out your Bibles, your pen, your paper, and um, and just join us. I don't want you to take our word for it. I want you to dig into the Scriptures for yourself. Um, this last um, question came from Rebecca Lee, and it is a very intense mm-hmm. question. It's about suicide, and suicide is the second leading cause of death among our teenagers mm-hmm. from age 12 to, at least to 19 right yes. now, and it is increasing um, like crazy. And so let's talk about suicide. Her question was, if a Christian commits suicide, do they go to heaven or hell? 
Wow, that's a very loaded question mm -hmm. and one that's very, very controversial. Yes. And I think, you know, to really, I don't want to answer it just necessarily with a question, but I do have to propose and ask what was the state of that Christian at the moment right. they committed suicide? Because if the person was um, in a state of backslidden state um, at that moment and they didn't have an opportunity to repent, mm -hmm then yes, we would say they would. It would just be like everyone else. You know, if you didn't have an opportunity, you didn't repent. But even if this person, because we take, you know, suicide, the willful taking of one's life, and a lot of people, you know, even the Bible would speak to, you know, you didn't give yourself life, so you can't take your right, own life. Right. But yet, many times we put suicide in the category where it is like a greater sin than other sins. But the Bible talks about many people who committed suicide early on in the Bible. But the thing that I think the point that we have to understand the most is what was the state of mind right. at the time? And did the person actually have opportunity to repent? I don't know, you know, um, God forbid, I don't think I'll ever commit suicide. I've always told my family if somebody said I did, I want a full investigation. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not going to take my life. But I think, you know, I can't speak and say that, you know, if someone shot themselves, were they conscious and you know, at a place where they really couldn't make a decision to say, Father, forgive me for this act that I've done. I don't know that answer on that end. But I would say, given how final it is, mm -hmm. I wouldn't take my chances. You know? Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. I do want to stop for a second right here and just give you the hotline for suicide. It is 1-800-273-8255. If you are struggling at all, I encourage you to call that number or reach out to your pastor or someone in a local church just to, just to talk to. It's always good to have someone to talk to, Amy, yeah. don't you think? Definitely. I mean, you should reach out. I mean, you're never alone. The enemy, that's the thing, is the enemy gets people in isolation. And that's when he can just feed you with these lies and when we start to believe them. And, Lee, like what you're talking about, you know, it just makes me think, you know, sometimes people, they're just deceived. Yes. And none of us are above deception. Yes. You know, we fall when we think that we're standing is what the Word says. You know, any of us can fall um, through pride or just different beliefs we, we have. And the thing is, it's a, it is a touchy subject, but, you know, my heart goes out because there's so much mental illness yeah. right now. So how can we say that this person didn't really love exactly. the Lord? Because he, the Lord only knows the heart. Maybe they thought, I'm actually finally going to be with Jesus. Right. And that just, like, breaks my heart that someone feels like they have to end it to get there. Yes. But the thing is, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Yes. So if you are struggling or know someone who is, we have to encourage them. You know, we have to come around people we can't isolate people and think there's something wrong with you right because oftentimes people don't know how to deal with stuff so then they isolate someone and that's yes. the last thing that they and need. the enemy yeah. whispers the lies you know if you just end it everything will be better off you right know, you'll never right. get out of this situation right. and that's what we talk so much about intentionally walking right. out of that even when you don't believe it god always says we're worthy he always says you he has a plan for our life and he will never leave us our first Take us. Yes. So don't listen to the lies. Listen to God's word, even if you don't believe it. Amen. And I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say something a little bit different. I, I believe, have they accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior? Because eternal salvation is God's, not ours. And the scripture that says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons nor the past nor the future nor anything else shall ever be able to separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. Not that, like Amy said, I don't want to encourage anyone to go that route. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage them to 
get help, to surround themselves with people, to reach out and ask for that. But I don't believe, honestly, like if somebody is in that kind of a state, a mental state that they're thinking they want to take their life right now, I don't think the question they're coming is, have I repented for every sin? I think that we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace, and his grace is so much bigger. He sees their heart. And I don't ever want to say this so it sounds like I'm encouraging somebody to take their life. I'm not. But I want to say that God's love for them is so much greater. I mean, yes, because... The work is finished on the cross. Amen. It is finished on Amen. the cross. And so I think that if we have a loving relationship with Jesus Christ, yes. you know, our salvation, I believe, is secure. Now, yes. if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or suicidal tendencies, you know, I really believe, like you said, it is a, it is a tool of the enemy. Amen. It is to keep us bound. It is to keep us right. walking in shame, guilt, and condemnation. And God has come, as it says, to set us free. Yeah. And in yes. John 10, 10, it says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he's trying to do yes. to right. each and every and one of us. Trying to get your steal. soul. He yeah. is. Yes. But Christ has come that you may have life and have it abundantly. And Christ wants you listening at home or listening by radio. He wants you to have that abundant life because he loves you so much. And when he died, he said, it is finished. Yes. It is finished. He died for you. He died for me. He died for all of our sins. He died for depression and anxiety and, and mental illness so that we could yes. walk in wholeness and freedom. Yes. Well, it's kind of the same issue as if you had an abortion. Is the woman who had the abortion going to go to hell? Because is it your is it your life to take? Mm-hmm. So we can look at it from that point right. too. You well, know, scripture and, says, and "Thou shall not murder." Right. Right. But mm-hmm. it's a short changing of destiny, and God takes that seriously. So again, we're not condoning it, but like, why let the enemy win when you have right. life, like you said, to live? The, the enemy is trying to shortchange, you know, your calling and what mm-hmm. God has placed you on this earth to do that only your fingerprint can do. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And the enemy wants to think, as we said earlier, that there's no hope. Right. Life and is hopeless. There Nothing's going to get any better. That, that's right. right. And there is no problem you have that God isn't the answer for. Amen. Jesus is the yes. answer for any problem we have. And I mean, I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. so low that suicide did seem like an option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, you just have to one more day. One more just day. One more day. Joy comes one in more the day. morning. Yes. Joy comes Amen. in the morning. I think morning, that morning number is worth season. sharing again. And also surrounding yourself. If you yes. know you're yes. struggling, reach out to people mm-hmm. right. to remind you that God yes. still has a plan for Absolutely. you. Yes. It's not a weakness to reach out. That number That's again right. is 1-800-273-8255. Reach out and get help because God has a great plan and a great purpose for Amen. you. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. Don't yeah. go away. the Christian View. We've had some great discussions today on some hard topics. I want to give the suicide hotline number just one more time. It is 1-800-273-8255. And remember that God loves you. He has a great plan for your life. And before we go, I want to make sure that you check out what each one of these amazing people on this platform are doing. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to pouring into the Christian View. We'll see you next time here on the Christian View. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.
star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.